Hello. I think I did it. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, you nailed it, mate. I'm so fucking good at my shit job. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to episode number 1966. Whee! That's right, Cool Cole. It's, it's the year home. where it all came it's home. Coming home. It's coming. It's coming. Football almost did came it home. It I so don't close. remember much of it because I was really drunk, but I'm pretty sure we lost. <laughs> I haven't watched the highlights yet. Did we win? Um, Tell you what, I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it for you. I'll let you watch the highlights in the background while, That's while I do the this future. Intro. That is the future. Not being allowed to talk about football results. Oh, bloody oh, hell. Oh, spoilers. I haven't watched the VOD back yet of England versus Italy. Jerks. A lot of them. What? Idiots. I hate you first of all but i hate that okay. you've gone for the you've gone for the straw man argument of that's how all of this is bloody headed all of this social justice is going to all the spoilers and everything cure back in my day cats marrying there dogs there was one cat and it married one dog <laughs> it was Cadam and eve not sancho missing a penalty what God, that's depressing. Why have you mentioned why have you mentioned you Sancho mean? missing a penalty? We do not talk <laughs> about Sancho missing penalties, okay? <sighs> Should have scored it theoretically. Um, what you can do though, Cole Cole, is you can score easily, so easily, in fact, that if you have the rocket-league.com mobile application of sorts, the mobile, the mobile app, the <laughs> <laughs> then you are going to be able to trade on the freaking go. I'm going to do something a little bit new here. Oh, advertise it well? We'll talk about them in a little bit. Why? I, I don't know. I've been listening to podcasts and they do that. They say, more on this later. That's how they suck the idiots in. Is that Jake and Amir? The one podcast you listen to? <laughs> it may or may not be Jake and Amir. It may or may right. not be. How, That's all how, how, how did Jake and Amir do it then? Tell me. Um, well, actually, to be fair, they say... At the start of an episode, they'll basically have like a, a load of them recorded. So like they've got um like an uh, a website sponsor, Squarespace, that they've always had sponsored, right? And every episode, um, or every sort of like maybe ten episodes, they'll do like sort of a new ad read. Essentially, they just like plop the chunk in. Mm-hmm. Um, the chunk, yeah. Yeah, they they'll plop the chunk. So then they'll come up with um uh, websites that you can buy right now, and it's always dumb ones, and like they try and justify them. So like what well, the other one the other day was quite funny. It was um nofreakin.com. And it's just stuff like that. And, and Amir was like trying to justify why that's a good website and why you can use that for your business. I feel a little bit like you've said, all right, we'll talk about rocket-league.com, the brilliant trading website that also has a mobile app, four million mm-hmm. users with hundreds of thousands of trade mm-hmm. listings. Yeah. And then before we talk about them, let's talk about Squared Space or whatever the hell it is we're talking about. Let's talk about the ones that aren't sponsoring us, paying us a a pretty penny to appear on our content, right? A few thousand trillion dollars we're getting from Mm rocket-league.com with four million users per month and hundreds of thousands of trade listings. I'd prefer to talk about them, pal, rather than shitty Squared Space. It's actually Squarespace, the leading provider of websites in the United <laughs> States and other territories. If you would like to um, have a website as good as rocketnationalleague.com, <laughs> hire their coders, because I don't imagine they use any of that trash, um, any of that pre-made, yeah. prefab nonsense. It would be funny if they did. If rocketnationalleague.com were like, oh yeah, we love Squarespace, that and WordPress. <laughs> yeah, we're actually a WordPress blog. <laughs> How? How have you done that? The That's most popular. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um so if you want to hear this ad read later, 
Stay tuned. I love the fact that the first time we had Rocket League, da- Rocket-League.com was a sponsor, mm-hmm. I put in as a tiny little throwaway joke, you won't ever miss a bogey green grog again. Yeah. And now I'm looking at the notes. You've copied and pasted those notes. You've never changed that. So still, yeah, for people listening, for people watching the video version of this, they will see in the text, you won't ever miss a bogey green grog again. But it's true. And I've also got, if you're in the kitchen with your dad or some other boring chore, as if your dad <laughs> is the chore, you can check the in-game store items or even trade items and ditch the bitch. <laughs> ditch the bitch? What does it feel like to ditch one's dad? I don't know. Because you've had it, obviously... The opposite day. Yeah, you've vice versa that situation. You've freaked mm. Friday your dad. But I was too young to realise that I was being ditched like a bitch, so does it count? <laughs> Do you reckon your dad said that as he walked out the door with his bin bag full of heroin? Do you reckon he was annoyed at me for being too young? He's like, oh, you're boring, you're too young. <laughs> Be older. <laughs> Be more toddleristic, you ginger bastard. The older Emil would have been <laughs> offended by this. He didn't know my name. Um, if you want to hear more of this ad read from us later on, make sure that you keep listening, because we've got some very, very, very big stories coming up. We're not going to be starting off with England. A lot of people would want us to, you know? A lot of people would think there's been a carefully crafted order to this list, mm-hmm. um, but there isn't. The first one is actually me being annoyed at Gregan, to be honest. That's my first one. Actually, before that, no. Post that. Make your mind up. <laughs> Where are we starting? We're going to start with rocket-league.com. Thank you for the sponsor. <laughs> Cole, IWO has completed, right? Yeah. Okay. The main story out of that is that England didn't win, or the UK, or whatever the fuck. That's what everyone's talking about. Yeah, the thing is that, like, I I know that France won. I can't even remember the other finalists. I just remember that it wasn't versus Great Britain. God save the Queen and all that. Really good Britain. Really, really good Britain. I like Um, that everyone just calls us great because we said we're called Great Britain. Imagine if Germany tried to rename itself to Brilliant Germany. Do you think anybody would go for it? (laughs) Well, they, they rebranded from West and East, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, if they if they changed their name to Best Germany, like West Germany became Best Germany, <laughs> how tilted would you be if you're an East German? You'd be like, oh, man. what do you mean? But then they were like, they were like starving, weren't they? North Korea is Best Korea. That was, that's a, is that still a meme? That's, it that's, was a always vin, that's a vintage meme. It is. That's old school. That's like the, the dig.com days. You ever use dig? God. I didn't use dig. No. I don't Do remember when I used Reddit. Yeah, it was like, it was pre-Reddit, then dig did bad design decisions. That's and it. then Reddit became Reddit Reddit. They had a redesign. So basically dig had power users. I don't know how it happened, but basically a small cluster of people, if they submitted something to dig, it would always make the front page. Like so Gallo Boob. On um, Reddit, he's like a big old user. He reposts That's true. everything. They they do exist, but Reddit is still a meritocracy in the sense that if I submit something to Reddit, if I'm the first person to submit it, it will make it to the top. Whereas on Dig, if I submitted a page first, mm-hmm. somebody else who was a power user would submit a link to that to the link, if that makes sense, and that one would generate the traction. So there was all sorts of political bullshit with Dig. And then people were annoyed by it, and then eventually, yeah, they said, hey, here's our readers. I can't remember what they did. They, like, made it bloggy or social media-y or something, and it just... Okay, (laughs) just went trash. And then people went to Reddit, yeah. I remember the first time I went on Reddit was I saw a link on Twitter, and I clicked it, and I was so annoyed it took me to a different website. And I was like, for fuck's sake, I just want to look at this probably porn. I just want to look at this. God's sake. It's probably and I, gone. And then I was, um, and then I think it told me to make an account. So I was like, yeah, fine, I'll make an account. And then to be fair, that was in like. You made an Reddit... account? What? 
like, you would never away. do that nowadays if, if nowadays i'd sign in with google and forget yeah. if i linked you to some content and i said this will change your life all you have to do is read it. it'll take you 10 seconds you will literally be happier handsomer no. have larger genitals or smaller genitals depending on what you're after smaller, please. and you had to make an account all you had to do was click i confirm you wouldn't do it would you wouldn't bother but i wouldn't bother but not out of principle laziness. out of sheer laziness i yeah. love a sign in with google i Me love too. a sign in with facebook uh-huh. any of them every now and then it will give you like a sign in with fucking bebo and it's like piss <laughs> off google's there i'm clearly going with the google aren't i um yeah i yeah and i made an account my account's coming from 10 years old now i think in july hang on is my account now 10 years old let me just while you search for that i can tell the people that my account for some reason was made on my birthday my reddit cake day is the 6th of august which is my birthday yeah i don't know why i made it on my birthday one year but i did that's fun i've read it for 10 years nice july 1st july i made it july 1st 2011 (laughs) at 20 past 8, apparently. Four years before Rocket League came out, you were already redditing. Yeah. Building up your brand, making your name, slash yeah. R slash Stumpy Goblin was getting its first oh, tentative subscribers. Yeah. Oh, brilliant stuff. 10 years old, my Reddit account is now. That's kind of, that's nuts. That's old. That's, that's when I, was I started in, uni. I was, was going to say, I was in um, July, would have been summer holidays at that point, And I was going into year 12 so my a levels my a2s so i'd just done my as's failed them miserably i was hey. begging to redo biology and they let me oh good oh. and then you you didn't you scrape what you needed in the end yeah i cheated <laughs> did you did you really not, not not cheated cheated this isn't like an informal exam basically what happened was i ended up um uh i got a in my school, you had to get a certain grade. I think you had to get like a B to go from your first year of um, your advanced qualifications for any people who don't know what an A level is. Your AS is. You had to get a B to then go on and study at the higher level for your A2, essentially. Mm-hmm. And you start off with four in AS, then you drop one, and then you go into then your A2s, right? Um, well, that's how it worked at my school anyway. Um, and yeah, I, got, I think I got a D in biology. And it was awful. And they were just like, well, you can't do it again. Like, you were so far away Jeez. from the grade that you needed. And I just completely ruined it. Um, and so I ended up um, uh, saying to them, like, literally at like the meeting when you picked up all of your, like, uh, grades and stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> Ever the wordsmith is Stubby Goblin. Is, <laughs> is, uh, what, what's, the, what's the thing from that game? You know, the one where it's like number 100 out of 100. Speech. <laughs> Oh, Skyrim. Speech with Hundred. <laughs> See, I, I feed you the reference and you know what I'm getting on about. Yeah, I, I knock it out of the park. It hits a sidewall, but we tried. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, they just said, right, what you can do then is you can start your A2s, so the ones that you'd need to do well in to get to university. But a month into that, we're going to give you another, like, but you're basically going to redo one of the previous exams for the one that you just fucked up. Mm. I was like, okay, that's fine. And so what I thought is, my teacher was quite old. So I thought, well, she's clearly going to pick one of the, like, the latest three exams that are available as PDFs online, isn't she? Nice, yeah. So I just okay. studied those three. And she, I sat down in the office. She handed me one. It was the third one. I was like, oh, That's not cheating. Beautiful. That's ingenuity. And I could have got an A star, but I think I went with a high B. Because <laughs> I don't want it to be too sus. Oh, what? You literally threw, you, you threw, threw some results? So, I threw it a bit so it wasn't too sus, yeah. Why? You didn't cheat. 
No, because... You should have got the A star. You, no, mate, if, you, if you'd have got an A star in biology, you would be saying to this day, I got an A star at AS or A2 level. Because that's at difficult. At uni, I would have done. But I would have said that. But then I then got then out of that when I'm done with uni. I'm basically past the um, statute of limitations. I'd then be like, yeah, no, I just looked at the exam lol. If I saw my teacher again, I would tell her. Would you? And she, she would be annoyed with me. And I'd be You'd like, give the poor old biddy a heart attack. <laughs> She's pretty retired now. She yeah, was fine. Probably. She said words weirdly. She was like a little what? bit annoying. This this is a story that needs an example. Just one. Yeah, I've got one in my mind where she was talking about um like cells and stuff. We were talking about um like organelles and like, the mitochondria and bits like that. And she was saying um about like cell signaling, right? And she was like talking about like this cell signaling um and uh like saying um how vital it was like in the cells and whatever like that. And I was writing down signaling. Right, as if it was like sort of a thing, and then it got like three lessons in. Like, what the? F- I don't know. Like, I asked her mate. I was like, "What is cell signaling?" Because she's not actually explained what cell signaling is. Okay. Turns out she was just <clears throat> saying cell signaling, like as in how cells signal to oh, each other. Right. And I was like, for fuck's sake! But she just couldn't say signaling correctly. Was she Irish? No, she just spoke like a fucking idiot. Let me rephrase. Was she Irish? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, that was a little the cell bit signaling. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, nice. in, my, in my exams, I got B, D, E. I did not do well. That, those are my grades going into uni. I got C, C, B, and my B was in media, good. so that doesn't count. Yeah, that's fair. Well, that's like because the, the, the C's were in English lit and English language, so clearly I've made the statement saying, I'm fucking sick at words. Sign me mm. up. I'll get you some A's, A-levels. <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'll get the average C's. Yeah, because, because it was bullshit. There was no writing. English lit was just reading other shit books. It's like, I could do better than this. So, red means hot or angry. That bullshit, right? Yeah. English language was actually quite interesting, but I wasn't ready for it. It was about etymology and syntax and sentence structure. And the great now, vowel shift. I don't know that one. Do you not know the great vowel shift? Is that shift? ooh instead of o oh or something? like? It's just like throughout the like, Middle Ages and stuff when people couldn't like speak proper. And like people like couldn't read, obviously, apart from if you were like a monk. And mm-hmm. then like there was this one point over the course of like 50 years or something well, all the vowels changed from, like, ye oldy or whatever, obviously being oh, ye changed right. from that to then getting rid of the e on the end of oldy and yeah. sort of, like, all the all the vowels shifted now to, I think now what we know is, like, the biggest shift, essentially. There is a word. Because the thing about etymology, right? And I'm not mm-hmm. an expert, but I know 3% of it. I just have, I have an interest in the sense that I hear someone say something, I'm, I'm like, oh, that's interesting, then I forget. So that's yeah. my knowledge of this. But I was intrigued by the fact that probably was turning into probably because i always try and say yeah. probably right and i search and there's a word for it there's a word where um words did have buh and it just turns into blue okay. and there's there's loads of them like to make up an example london might have used to be called london and then over time it turns into london mm, right yeah um and there's a specific word for that and i just love the fact that there's What's a word, the word for literally everything i can find it if you want i'd like i'd, I'd like to know that because I, I, I like stuff like that Okay. There was, um, I saw a really, really good talking about like that London example. There was a really which I just really made up channel. for the record. That's yeah. not an actual example. Um, there's a really good um channel uh called Jay Foreman. Um, I think I sent you one of the videos where I said their scripting is incredible. It's called Map Men. Um, and they just it's like an eight minute video, and they've done loads of them in the series, and they just explore old maps and like they talk about like bits and bobs that have happened. But firstly, watch the video says scripting Cole. You'll be blown away by how fucking funny and good they are, and their okay. presentation is exactly what I want to aim for. Okay. Just, just brilliant stuff. Um, and secondly, yeah, they talk about um, like place names. 
like going from um like uh like Worcestershire or Worcester. Mm, that's a good example. That like it was that was like another example of like monks being able to write it down, but then people like it was useful like, like Worcestershire or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then gradually it then just became Worcester, but then it's still spelled because people were speaking it differently, but the monks were still writing it the same. So they then therefore didn't sync up. I've got examples. I found it. I found the article that I found. Okay. So it's called, and it's a, it's a brilliant name, Haplology. They've actually haplology. chucked in. They've chucked in an example because when you're be speaking. Haplogy. haplogy, right? Hapl- or haplogy, yeah. Something like that, oh, if you're mumbling good. a little bit. Right? So they give some other examples. Um, library. Instead of library or library. Library, yeah. Yeah. Apparently some um, dialects will say necessary instead of necessary, which I, I wouldn't I'd say necessary. But I'd say necessary, yeah. Because I'm, I'm not poor. Interpretive. Instead of interpretative, interpretative, interpretative instead of interpretative. Oh, yeah. I thought there were two words. They're not. Apparently like not. Interpretive, not like interpretive dance. Is it not interpretive dance? It's interpretive, no, interpretative, interpretative dance. dance. I did not know that. You know, I had London as my example. There's actually a yeah. reason because looking at it, they give England as an example, which must have been where London came from in my head, mm-hmm. which used to be Englerland, originally <laughs> land of the Angles, like Anglo-Saxon, starring Emma Stones. Emma Stone, Emma, Emma Stones, Emma Stone, and Ron Emma Watson, Watson. Oh. and Emma Watson as Emma Watson in La La Land, in Englala Land. That was fun. That was fun. Little dive into etymology. I find that very interesting. Pacifist used to be pacificist. See, that's fucking dumb, though. Clearly, at the time, they were thinking that's dumb. Humbly used to be humbly, humbly, mm-hmm. humbly, like humbly yours. Now, humbly is like a Go London on. gangster. But he doesn't want much, you know. They're all they're all battling to be top dog. What mate? Right? What are you doing? Yes. Oh mate, yeah. Oh, your hair looks lovely today, mate. That's really, <laughs> really, really nice hair, that mate. Humble doesn't mean nice. He can still be a prick, but no, he's no, just I'm, modest I'm, himself. I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing the other. Oh, person, and then you are meant to be humble. Oh, and then I'm like, no, it's not that bad. I'm actually yeah. balding yeah. on each side, and I'm ginger yeah, and exactly. ugly. Yeah. Sorry, I thought that you'd misunderstood humble. That's okay. No, that's good. Don't worry. But I'd misunderstood you. That's okay. Should we move on to Greg and being a prick? <laughs> So that all your listeners can't hear you nod. No, no, because my... So now you don't get me. I'm thinking that's the perfect place to chuck in. Yeah, but the video doesn't have that because I don't edit it. Well, edit it then. Do you know the edit it? It's that's apology. You don't edit. Edit it. Edited it. Did you tell me this or did somebody in a video tell me this? Because it's... Somebody said... I edited it. I edited it. It's just a nice thing to say. I edited it. I remember hearing that Stephen Fry, when doing the Harry Potter audiobooks, couldn't say pocketed it. Yes, and he begged J.K. Rowling to not use that phrase again. And recognise trans people exist. And so J.K. Rowling said, um, "No to both." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. She put it in the next book as well. So poor old Stephen Fry had to say pocketed. Oh, isn't it in every book? Is it in every book? I think it's in every Harry Potter book. Harry pocketed, pocketed it. it. It's fun yeah. to say, Harry pocketed it. Yeah, but if you're Stephen Fry, you're too posh for that. I read Harry a story it. that he was like a menace. Uh, like when he was younger, he was um, at like a posh school. And at one point, he escaped from a class and just went on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> and was like, but like it was a posh school, like it was a big old roof. Was it it's part of like his autobiography? Because I don't think I've read his autobiography. But I also don't know how else I'd know that. I feel like... So I do voiceovers, right? You do voiceovers. Fleeting knowledge, yeah. I feel like voiceovers are easier 
for Stephen Fry and David Attenborough. No one's going to say to David Attenborough, oh yeah, could you just emphasize the piece out a bit more? They'll say, that's perfect. You've absolutely attenborough that. Yeah. Same for Stephen Fry. He only has to do one take. As long as he doesn't stumble, it's okay because it's his voice. Mm-hmm. Whereas for you and me, who have objectively bad voices, we've got to actually perform Try. each syllable. And if we, get it sli- if, we, if we get the emphasis on a word slightly wrong, it sounds bad because we don't sound famously like Stephen Fry or David Attenborough. One thing... Hacks. They are hacks. That I do like hearing is everybody's cast of voice. <laughs> Because everyone's got one. Like, yeah. nobody speaks normally when they cast. Even the pros. Like, maybe Achieves, actually. Achieves is very close to his normal voice, <laughs> to be fair. Um, but, like, everybody. Your Johnny Boys, your Shoguns, your Coles, your Stumpies. Um, and it was fun watching um, uh, IWO, which we're going to be getting on with, mm-hmm. um, where people were putting on their cast voice when they got in-game. Everyone sounded, obviously, like the standard themselves on the desk. And then we would do the same thing. This isn't a slight whatsoever. It's just part of the job, lol. Where then people would then go into, and here we are doing this voice now. <laughs> Look at K Dub going up the wall, whatever. Was that Talacto? Is that you had in uh, mind when you did that one? That's who I heard there. Limit, going up the wall. Craftman, uh, please step in for me. Oh, uh, yeah, poor old Ty Lacto. Right, so hands up <laughs> in the chat. I am looking. Who watched any of the Intel World Opens? If you didn't, you missed out. You missed out on Gregan being a prick, subbing in for Nolly. Yeah, hands up for me as well. Versus the Czech Republic. 3 owing them. Lol, mm-hmm. brilliant notes. Gregan was absolutely sick, by the way. Like, it's not just he was out of position, but statistically he looked okay. He was genuinely brilliant. I was so happy for him mm. when I saw that, when he was smashing poor old... Ch- it's very much punching down. Against Lorty, you know. Yeah, it, it does kind of make me happy that they went on and lost. <laughs> but that was without funny. Gregan, though. That was with Nolly back I in. know, I know. But, like, it's still funny that they lost anyway. Because it wasn't cocking us out of it. Well, you realise that that actually, if anything, gives Gregan more reason to have an ego. Well, playing against the worst team. No, the fact that then when they didn't play with him, they lost. Still disgusting. History will say, with Gregan, they smashed it. Without Gregan, they got done by whoever beat them in the semifinals. Which Gregan actually put to. an amazing comment on the subreddit regarding this. Some replied, some put on like the match thread or whatever. Um, is Gregan playing because Nolly hasn't woken up? LMAO. Gregan replied saying, We were resting Nolly for the finals. We have a deep talent pool in the squad at Team UK and wanted to give some of the up and coming talent experience. As coach, I made the decision to let our sub play, knowing full well the team was capable of winning still. This poses as a great decision for the future of UK Rocket League, as we now have more players with experience at the national level. Brilliant. It's such a fucking Gregan answer, and it's brilliant. Well, I mean, it is a Gregan answer, and we've been promoting squad rotation for a very long time. We yeah. are on twitch.tv slash subpub in HD, saying that sometimes players just need a day off, right? Mm-hmm. If they're not playing very well, take them out the firing line, they'll come back stronger. Mm-hmm. History, prove, history has proven us right. And Gregan inspired. is now on side. Gregan has actually disagreed with us about bringing in a sub tactically in esports before. He I remember has. on this very podcast. And now look at him. Shot. You and I were right. Whenever you and I <laughs> disagree with everyone, incredible. we end up being right. One billion percent of the time. It's, it's actually re- genuinely incredible how yeah. often it turns out that we are correct. Yeah. It's impressive. I like it. Um... Oh, he's, Gregor's actually just resubbed. People can't see this. He said, it was all banter. Literally begged Nolly to let me play. Lol. <laughs> Look, he's put lol clearly through tears, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Gregor ended up placing second in the top 10 performers, outperforming KDOP, who literally won. Which is in quite In three funny. games as well. Yeah, it went Fireman Jonas 17 games, Gregor 3, KDOP 24. <laughs> 
<laughs> Very funny. I liked it a lot. Um, so IWO was done. Uh, I've also got the table and other shit here, but like France I don't won. Really care. France won. That's basically all that matters. Um, and the USA won in a brecky reset. I like the symmetry as well. So USA three, Canada nil. Oh, that's big enough. Sorry, I've just well moved. It. I couldn't read it. You small-eyed goblin. Um, and then well, stop moving it. And then Canada three owed Brazil, and then Canada three owed United States, and then the United States three owed Canada. <laughs> so look at that symmetry; it's beautiful. And also, United States three owed Canada earlier on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, you mean in groups in, in the winners' final? Yes. Yeah, so, so that's where that's where yeah. the symmetry started. So three owed US for Canada, then three owed Brazil, <laughs> and three owed three owed. So, yeah, I like that. Oh, well done. Is that Mirica as the United States? That was Chicago. Garrett, first killer. And uh, Chicago, yeah. Nice. I just saw Chicago's tweaks. It was really late for us. It's been like a really awkward time. I need to catch up with Chicago's YouTube content, mm. which I've shouted up before, but I'll do it again because he's making a series of why X is the best player. And he's gone oh. through Turbo, gone through Garrett, um, gone through Justin. He's already a liar then. <laughs> so I need to go through that and just like, just take notes. Like, oh, I haven't noticed that before. So nice. smart. He's so smart. Um, I was chatting to my electrician the other day, and he's a massive Rocket League fan. Does he know as much as Chicago? Um, probably not as much, but he did okay. recognise me in my village. He's that guy. Um, really nice guy, lovely bloke. I won't be telling you his name. I won't be telling you his business because he shows <laughs> where I live. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, he does all my electrics. Very nice guy. Um, and he was fixing my TV aerial, and he was saying. I'm watching a lot of Scrub Killer recently. <laughs> and we just started speaking about that. And I was saying about apparently Jack and everything. He was like, oh my God, apparently Jack is amazing, blah, blah. And then he was, yeah, just talking about all that stuff. But like, I, I just liked hearing that people who are into the esport that I wouldn't normally talk to about it are watching all this other YouTube content. They're well. out there. Makes me very yeah. happy, yeah. He said he was very happy that, that lots of people are now making content too. Because it's just, it's just brilliant. And it's not boring, shitty road to SSL. God, I'm so happy that Road to Grand Champ series are dying. I've hated them. I hate them so much. Apart they're from right. Doomsday's 1v1 series. They're okay. They're they're interesting at times to see what they're thinking and what they're doing. I prefer them to be highlights rather than full matches. I also prefer them to be retroactive rather than speaking as they play. Apart from apparently Jack, apart from who Jack, has yeah. that ability to mm-hmm. do both at the same time without dropping a beat. Most of them have to drop a beat, which is understandable. Yeah, even even to be fair, even Jack stops like in defense every now and then. He'll literally stop mid sentence, like save it, and then he'll then explain what just happened. So. What? You didn't tell me that. You told Sorry, me he was shit, doing man. a consistent, beautiful piece of prose <laughs> as he played Rocket League. Poetry was spewing out the boy's mouth. I the one issue that I have with Road to Grand Champ slash SSL series is that people. It's all prose, which is fine. But they will all win. The one example I've seen repeatedly, I have seen it in chat again, is that Rizzo did lose a silver match. That's that's one example, which fair play sounds very funny. Out of the how many hundreds of episodes that there have been. Is there how did he lose a silver match? I don't know. I don't um, think I could lose a silver match. I don't think anyone watching this could lose a silver match. Apart from maybe Gregan. Yeah, that's fair. I'm excited that there's now more, uh, more inspired, I suppose. Um, uh like content coming out from pros as well um and like different stuff tell you what though a good road to series one that was actually started by scrub and it was the road to uh 1v2 mm. yeah brilliant idea absolutely brilliant idea love that a lot absolutely brilliant stuff um all right otherwise well um, but, but, but just got it before oh, we move sorry. on can yeah. we have a little chat about the crew that 
casted the entire yes, world absolutely. open. Because yeah. you, you brought it up earlier. I think it was my fault. I think I moved us along a little bit quickly. But they did an absolutely stunning job. So we, Stumpy and I, were In part studio. of... We were part of uh, the Intel World Open for the online casting. And when, uh, yeah, for the online casting. And when we were online, um, it was hosted before us by Jar of Jam and Stax, who have been in Poland for about six weeks at this point, <laughs> as has FDOT. And I believe Supersonic has been there the whole Supersonic time as well. Supersonic has been there for, I think, about the same amount of time as Stax. And they flew out together, actually. I think they were there for maybe a month or so. I know FDOT has been there for a very long time, as yeah. has Jammers. Yeah, they've been on a mad Polish one. Absolute respect to them. But mm-hmm. they have been joined by Irelik, by Digital oh. Bacon, by Tylap, sorry, by Tylacto, by <laughs> Craftman. Buntswa was the observer. I wonder if Brilliant he was in observer. Poland. I'm not sure. Ben I'm not is sure a if prick, he was there. Though, but that's fine. He's a prick, but he's a good observer. He's good at prick, his job. Yeah. He's he's good enough at his job to be a prick. You know, he gets that's away fair. with it. That's fair. I think I've said everybody that was there, yes. I believe. And they all did a flawless job. My Bearing God. in mind. A lot of these guys, especially the English guys, uh, don't have too much experience commentating in studio. Mm-hmm. Any in studio work, really. Like I think Craftman has been as part of the Gfinity Elite series. He stepped in when we were away. He did, didn't um, he? That's season amazing. six worlds. Yeah, um, but otherwise, yeah, I think it's not even like commentating experience. They've not really got any in studio experience. Yeah, and they did such a good job. They just stepped up completely. They were they were brilliant. They were wonderful. All of their voices were great. Um, Linnea, Except. she walked past uh, when I was watching a little bit of, um, I think I think it was Craftman and Stax, because Stax had to step in for Talato. Mm-hmm. And one, Linnea said that just from half listening, she thought it was Johnny Boy because of mm-hmm. the deep Scottish voice. Cool. When I said that was Craftman, she was like, he's really good. Nice. So she got some genuine non-prompted, sorry, he got some genuine non-prompted praise from my objective girlfriend, which was lovely. Um... And uh, anything else specifically to mention of the fact that they were all really good? I thought the set was amazing. Um, we we saw it like behind the scenes. I think some behind the scenes pictures were taken, but it's just entirely green. Just the entire <laughs> thing. It's just it's a green box that they exist in. They did an amazing job. Um, they all looked incredible. There, like I said, the sound of them was brilliant. Um, I was very. I felt very proud. Like watching it, I kind of had yeah, it on in the too. background while I was doing other bits of my office. Currently, is a fucking mess. But like, as I was kind of like clearing bits around, I in the background and like just listening to them, like was so nice. And seeing them in person together, mm-hmm. like I saw Tylacto and Stax together. I was like, but that's not meant to happen. Like that's not <laughs> that's not what actually happens though. Because um, we were meant to be going out there um to be doing uh the IWO as well. Um, and it can neatly segue into. <laughs> We have a new TV show. Hey, and it's called That That Gaming Gaming. Show. It has been so much fun to be back in a studio, like working. (laughs) Sorry, you see the next headline. Crypto is annoying me. I want to get that (laughs) out of the way. Um, That Gaming Show on Jinx TV. You can watch it also online for me. I was just thinking right now. Oh, okay, that's Jinx. You've spoken about your old TV show. I couldn't watch that because I was in my territory. Mm-hmm. It is all free globally on Jinx.tv. At the top, click videos and you'll see that gaming show. Um, my God. Like, just... I don't even know where to start with it. So we were we were basically pitched an idea for this show um, quite a while ago. Um, after the DDL, sort of put on the back burner. I was like, okay, we'll wait till we can get back in the studio for it. This show essentially came back out where then we were thinking, okay, what can we do that is like nice that what can we do that is more 
more exciting with different things and in a new set. And that's kind of how this was born. Because the idea is we want to make it different from when we were recording at home. It was all right, we sit here in our offices, even when we do RLCS. I've still got the RLCS yeah. camera angle. This is my angle for it. <laughs> um, with the green screen up, we exist in here. We get really warm, whatever. And I think, Cole, it was our push to sort of be like, we want to be mobile. We want yes. to be able to move around. We wanted a set where... So the, the screenshot that those who are watching the video version of this podcast can see is us at our desk. That is one of the... Two or three places where we can be mm. during the show. We can be standing. We can be sitting on chairs. I can't be standing. That's true, because you're too monstrously tall. I swear <laughs> you've grown in the last year and a half. You are a taller man than you were. I'm I think certain I'm taller. Of it. I, think I, I don't know when or how it happened, but somehow you have uh, increased in length. Um, but the set is genuinely beautiful. You can see the design there. Again, for those watching the podcast, you can see mm -hmm. the the lovely poster that we have behind us. You can see to Stumpy's, to Stumpy's right, to our left, is the shelf of lovely things, where each and every week we put on some cool stuff that we're sent. And if anybody wants yeah. to send anything to us, even if it's your own toenails included in a piece of art, then yeah. please send them to us. You can find out how to do that on Twitter. If anybody wants to send us anything, you don't even need to have watched any of the episodes, but obviously watch it then when we unbox your thing. Send us a thing. If it's a literally a mug with no gaming relevance whatsoever, <laughs> Just send us a mug. Send us a um, a post-it picture of Cole. Just literally anything, and it will go on our shelf of lovely things. We want that to be overflowing with cool goodies. Um, if it's like a packet of sweets. Just, I'll eat them. Just nonsense stuff. I like sweets. What sweets? Where are the sweets? Who's selling sweets? Thank you for the sweets. Uh, it's um, 35 kilograms of Tang Fastix. I bet I could. That's you the couldn't. thing. I hear that. I hear that, and I'm not scared. I would back myself to have 35 kilograms of Tang You fastics. could not eat a third of your body weight in Tang Fastix. I think I could. I don't back I, you. I'm sorry. I really sorry. would back myself to do that. 35 kg, it's not that much. <laughs> what? How much does your dog weigh? Uh, seven kilos. Right, so it's like five times five dogs. his weight. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's good math. Yeah, that's weirdly good, yeah. There's, I'm pretty sure there's Brexit Haribo in my local one stop. What's it's called mean? like Bob Eats or Bob Eps or something. Like sweets. <laughs> Brexit Haribo. Genuinely, like sweets. Because you know there's been a Haribo shortage in the UK. No, I didn't actually. That's one of the things that's happened. I believe because of Brexit and not because of COVID, but they're a fun little that's wedding fun. couple that are together. Mm. And yeah, like at the local ones, I think it's called like Bob Eats or something like that. I need to find out. Bobby Beats. Nah, I can't find what it is. I'll have to take a picture next time I'm in there. But it, they look, they do genuinely look like Brexit Haribo, which could be the way Come we're on. going. No more Haribo. Instead, drowning in those Bob... Could you eat 35 kilos of Bob Eats? No, I couldn't eat one kilo. You Bob couldn't eats. eat one kilo. Could you eat 500 grams? I'm telling you right now, you could not eat one kilogram of Haribo. How much is one bag? One regular big bag of Haribo? Like the... Like when you get like buying a cinema or something. Uh... Yeah, the, the sort of like, if you go to a shop for, for a quid, the quid bags of Haribo. Like 150, 200 grams, something like that? Haribo one pound bag weight. That is... Yeah, that weight. What's that? If I could just tell me the weight, that'd be great. 190 grams. Okay. So yeah, so like five, five of, of them. Five and a half bags of them. I think that's doable. You can't do that. That's a challenge for that gaming show, I reckon. Mate, you saw me eat a six-person cake in 24 minutes. I didn't think I could. But to be fair... And then you said do it, so I did. I got to, I you got well. nearly there. I got to maybe about a sixth of it left or so. Yeah, you did about, I was like, impressed. Like a slice in total. I felt sick for about five days. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you recovered. 
Right, half an hour later, I was like, oh, I could do this with cake. <laughs> that half hour I didn't want cake was glorious. It was a rare oh. moment of freedom for me. Yeah, we're doing like cool challenges on the show as well. Basically, the plan is we can we can stand up and go to like the screen that we've got as well. We can go to our two little chairs, sit down. Instead of like a laptop, you can see in the picture of any video podcasters on YouTube, you can see that we've got like cue cards as well. And like we write our notes on those cue cards and just gesturing with them, being back on set, having an earpiece in, a mic strapped to us. Mm-hmm. It feels really proper and it feels amazing. And Jinx TV have smashed the set out of the park. That fills up the entire studio now. Before the daily download was in a little corner. It was quite nice. It was a cute little corner, but it was ultimately in a corner. Yeah. This fills up the entire long wall of a studio. It's amazing. I... I I feel so happy, like, on Tuesdays, going into London again, and, like, having that routine of getting back into, okay, I'm going to the studio this week, and it's just yeah. so nice. It's a genuine evolution of Jinx as well. I mean, you were saying mm. that Daily Download was in a corner. Lots of their shows traditionally yeah. have been in a corner. They'd be the corner, and they change it to look pretty, but ultimately it's always a corner. That gaming show, we have the whole studio that's decked out exclusively for that show, and I'm hoping mm-hmm. that as Jinx continues to go forward with, forward with other shows that might not involve us, they take the lessons that we're learning here mm-hmm. with that gaming show. Because ultimately as well, we have got 10 more episodes of this in this run, and there will be evolution. There will be guests coming yeah. on. There's been at least one... Uh, very impressive guest that's being confirmed mm. to be coming on on one episode in the future. I'm hoping for many more. So this is a show that is going to look different and hopefully better each and every week. Well worth tuning into each and every time. Big time. So if, if you, if you want to see it, if you want to check it out, just Google. The, the best way to do it is Google Jinx That Gaming Show and it's the second link. It's jinx.tv slash videos. You'll see it. That Gaming Show. And you can see them all. You don't even have to make an account. Just click it and play it. Brilliant. Love it. It's just Adore common it. stumpy action, like polished for an hour. Yeah. Um, With cards. Yeah, so so the first, yeah, the cards. The first, basically, for a brief little rundown of what the show is, we um in the first part we do news and stuff with like little games involved as well. So like the biggest news of the week, talking about um any uh, cool stuff that's happening or any drama that's going on as well. Um, then there'll be some gameplay in there as well. Um, gameplay is a lot of fun and like little quizzes um that go on. Um, on the most recent episode, we played FIFA. And we were England versus Italy, and we were trying to go against what the result ended up being and trying to change Euro's history, which is very exciting. Um, And then we also played Rocket League Upside Down because of a story (laughs) that we uh, saw, and we thought that'd be quite interesting. But just cool things. Both episodes have been different so far. It's very good. It's me and Cole being a bit more professional, but also being weird. And in person. If you want to see us in person again, Jesus Christ, it's fun. I want there to be a, an audience there, at least for you know episode 12, when mm. everybody's double jabbed to heck and it turns mm-hmm. out that the government were right all along and let's lift all the restrictions because why not? Yeah. Get 100 people in there. Let's just have a good old ding dong and a sing song Jamie and do some gaming show. Oh, yeah, let's get some vodka and Charlie. Let's, let's get, get Jamie Vardy involved. Why not? Who cares anymore? You know? You want to DM Jamie Vardy? Anybody friends? We need somebody who's got a little tick because we don't. <clears throat> I do. Of tick. Yeah, not ticks. Oh, oh dick was the one. Ah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to watch it, that gaming show. Gaming. Great title, that as well. That was a big old, that was a, um, God, a cumulative a effort, that one. Yeah. It took a long, a while to get there, but we got there, nailed it down, locked it in. All the graphics, all the set was done by a beautiful man at Jinx called George. Amazing guy. Um, great. We need our there. dogs for an episode. We're seeing in chat. 
Hello, Mystery Chatter. Bringing our dogs in for an episode would be wonderful. Would Enzo love it? Enzo on a train. <laughs> Has he never been on a train? No. I drive you'd him. To, you'd have to drive I in. Chauffeur him. You'd have to drive in, mate, with your Ford with Focus. My boys. Fiesta. Damn it. I tried. I really did you try. Tried. Ford you gave Fiesta. it a go. When's I went in that car. Uh, the 12th oh, of did. February. I, I saw you the other day, didn't I? Yeah. I met Little um, Jizzy. Little Jizzpan. You called him Jizzpan every time. Yeah, I've never Every called him that your name. It's <laughs> yeah. way better. It is better, isn't it? So he's actually called Jasper for any new listeners. And <laughs> annoyingly, I realised that Jasper was like jizz sperm. And I think it's <laughs> you've taken that and run with it. But you met him for the first time. And you I've got to say, you're so good with dogs. You he's just, a wonderful like... little boy. No, but in general, like, you are <laughs> just, you instantly can just figure them out. It's very impressive. He, and... no, he, he, was, a, he was a wonderful little boy. He's a little, he's a little Cava, Cava, Cava poo? Cavachon. Cavachon. So a Cavalier um, and a Bichon. Yeah, and he was he was such a sweet little lad. He was so wiggly in, in your arms when I saw him. And then he had his big old flat wormy nose. Oh out. my god, I've never seen it so big. Yeah, when I say you're good with dogs, what I mean is you're a dog <laughs> prostitute, my friend, because that was like Thor's hammer. It was it was it looked like a magma slug. Thor's it was hammer. Thick and wide and flat. I don't know Thor's why hammer. it was so flat. Um yeah, it looked like somebody had rolled over a chorizo with a steamroller. Oh, it was and incredible. It. Yeah. It's so wet and slimy. It and his balls wet, are yeah. massive as well. I've never known a dog with I, I didn't bigger ball to dog ratio. Yeah, they stick out. They're quite dark grey as well. God. So they're a different colour. The the is... Yeah, we need to. That's fair. Um Yeah, he's very humpy. Yeah. Lovely little boy. I had a good time. He um he was sitting on my lap. He was just chilling out. I wind him up a little bit. I kept pushing him over. <laughs> he loves <laughs> it. This is funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was very very sweet. And I saw Corkol's house, which is nice. I've been in that very office that he is currently existing in, which is very fun. You saw um, how shit it was, and the camera zooms out. That's the one. Um, and then yeah, you won't you won't believe by looking at it there <laughs> that it's actually not finalised. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's doing its best. And then yeah, you came for a ride in my car. Drove drove you around. Fun. I like your car very much. I like that it is speedy. I like that there were weird claws going into my back that heated up that I didn't quite trust. They felt oh, like yeah. uh, a stag beetle that had been in, in a microwave for 30 seconds. Oh, it's like, comfy though, right? Yeah, a comfortable amount of... Comfy stag, yeah. Stag. So Jizzy was in the back. He was like just, he was, he was in my dog's hammock. That like he because my dog takes up the entire two back seats and he's laying down, and little <laughs> so Jizzy good. like just sat on like half of the seat <laughs> in the corner. He was a good boy actually. Like he was just pretty chill. He did really well. Yeah, yeah, considering you're going at 300 miles per hour at one point, the dog was like, yeah, it's fine. Legally 60, legally 60. I've already done a speed awareness course. Can't do another one. Um, <laughs> and that was on that was on me going on my way to go and see Gregor and Shogun, which um how was join that? Us for, which was a massive shame. Um. But yeah, it was it was very nice. Yeah, so I went and saw Shogun and Gregon for the first time since Madrid. Jesus. <laughs> like, and even then, I saw Shogun once because me and him had a little date. We um, went to um, uh, have some tapas. Um, and I tricked him into eating a mushroom because he thought it was chicken. The idiot. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was it was lovely. Um, we saw we watched the football in a bar into a place called Battle Bar in Norwich. That's Denmark, um, wasn't it? Um, what Norwich, Denmark. That was the Denmark game, wasn't it, mate? As it I'm was, sure mate, you yeah. knew I meant. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, we threw some axes first, which Gregan obviously won at. It was really fun. You can throw them, like, two-handed overhead. Went, and that was really good. Shogun was shit. Did you have to sign a waiver? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, yeah, we signed a waiver, yeah. Gregan, how, how shit was Shogun? We both expected so much more. We let him have, like, a couple of goes, and Gregan turned to me and goes, he's weirdly bad, isn't he? Is Shogun bad at things that aren't fighting? 
He's more of a blunt force kind of guy, right? Because he's like world he's champion level kickboxing, or at least county level good at kickboxing. Hard as nails is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he's good at talking, good at words and speech and that deep voice, mm-hmm. round head, very round, very famous headed. Thing. So I'd expect him to be good at your footballs and your golfs and your tennises, but perhaps not. Golf, no, golf he won, actually. Okay. Yeah, he won golf, um, which I think got on Gregan's nerves. I fucked it multiple times, and I was only two strokes behind you know Gregan what? when he was tryharding. One thing I've always thought about Shogun is that he looks like somebody who is incredibly mal-coordinated. Mal-coordinated. Is that, like, malformed? Like, kind of, therefore, like, the mal <laughs> is a negative prefix? I think it's like Harry Potter's mortal enemy, Draco. <laughs> Malco ordinated. He was ordained. What does being ordained mean? Being like a priest or whatever? Being, uh, it means that you can then like commit marriages upon couples. He does wear robes. He does, very true. Um, yeah, Shogun was really shit. He threw it at one point. The guy, like, whenever Shogun was like, sort of in like a cage type thing, whenever Shogun went to throw an axe, the guy would leave the cage. Because every now and then he'd throw it and it would go into the ceiling. And like they and like the handle went through, and then it'd fall down. Shogun at one point reached to go and grab it, and then pulled his hand back to then not go and grab the falling axe. Um, I was okay. I think it was first to fifteen. Um, Gregan got fifteen. I ended on nine or something. I think Shogun got three or so. Um, it was it was fun. It was really really good. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, I just had a memory. So you've, you've just triggered a memory in me. On football day for the finals, yeah. I watched it with some friends in Norwich, ironically. And uh, it was your classic English drinking all day, watching the football at 8pm. Yeah, I don't remember much of the football, but one thing I've just remembered is that we played darts after everyone was smashed. Oh my and like, God. there were ve- now I think about it, there were very many occasions of people walking just as the dart went by and... The hand Jesus touching the board as someone threw it, like fucking hell, yeah, God, I hate stuff like that. You, you'd have loved it. You'd have been like, oh, flick it backwards. Good. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that you go crazy for, and it, you know, lands that. on your forehead, and you don't care. Mm. But me, I'm the one who's always like, guys, should we be playing darts right uh, now? Boo. But every group needs one. Every group needs no. one. No. If you bully me out of it, I make it so we go too far because I'm like, yeah, I could prove that I'm the arm, I'll play some darts, and they're like, yeah, let's throw at each other's foreheads. Every group needs one, and everyone always has a go at us, but we're so important. If you're the person in the group <laughs> that says, guys, should we do this? That cries. And you're abused for it. too much fun. Because Stumpy knows that his group needs a me. Whatever group you've been in, Stumpy, it's always had a me. You're a mum. Fine. You're, you're a mum. Mum's the word. You're there saying, like, guys, maybe we shouldn't have this much fun. Maybe maybe <laughs> we should be a bit more boring today. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, great idea, Millsies. <laughs> I've told you about the one time I sort of tried to rebel against that, haven't I, when I was at uni in my second year. Oh. Um, I just, I think it was the first time we'd ever had dragon soup. And I was a bit of a drunken knobhead that night. Explain I didn't punch dragon anyone. soup. Dragon Soup is an 8% um, energy drink. So 8% alcohol energy drink. But if you're not used to it, basically makes you the most hyper crazy version of drunk you've ever it's been. You won't insane. sleep that night either. It is liquid crack. It's brilliant. Um, and yeah, my mates and I had that for the first time. And I was like, you know, just a bit stroppy. Not my best version of drunkenness. Mm-hmm. So the next night out, I really wanted to prove that, you know, I'm still likable old Millsies, mm-hmm. right? So when we got home... This is normally the point where I'd say, okay, guys, let's, let's get some food and calm down. But they had, we had these eggs, and we were playing, like, egg tennis, right? Again, this is normally where <laughs> I'd say... Not real eggs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is normally where I'd say, let's not play egg tennis. But tonight, I was thinking, yeah, I'm not going to be the, the one who ruins all the fun. So basically, mm-hmm. we ended up chucking eggs 
all around the house and also through some of those, you know, those liquid tabs that you put in the washing machine, <laughs> flinging those around. Then the next morning we were like, ah, yeah. Because we, we also shared the flat with like three girls as well. Oh my God. And they weren't too impressed when they but came I bet you had downstairs. a good time though. We had a great And what time. a memory you've made. You know when you're, you know when you're in those moments. I always say it, and maybe it takes people out of it. But I, if I'm drunk, I normally say to people, like if there's a bad thing happening, like we're making a memory right now. <laughs> like, like we're gonna remember this. Like in the moment, this will be one of the standout moments. And for I do. Us. But it's also my go-to example of when I'm not the one who says, "Okay, guys, mm-hmm. should we?" I then amplify. You get a story because because I think everyone believes that I am that guy, so they're thinking as they're throwing it. Well, Emil hasn't said we shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Whether it's me or whether it's somebody else in the group that plays that role. Um, also, if you scroll down a little bit to the Harry Brothers, something that's really bugging me, because I'm scrolled mm-hmm. down lower than you are. Look at the little white semicircle in the top left. Can you see it? White semicircle? That there? Uh, yeah. Is, yeah. The, is it saying rip here? Because a single Harry bow would not fit through that rip. No, that's just like part of the like, um, I think like the fake foldage of the packaging. That's like, the design, is it? Like, yeah, like look in the corners. Yeah. Like, I think it's it's a flat image that they've then like tried to make look like they're taking a picture of a real bag of Haribo. Right. So that's like sort of fake plastic distortion. Got yeah. I thought that was saying, you know, that the tear here they often have yeah, in those sorts yeah. of things. That would have bugged me because literally you'd be like pouring the Haribo like I do. Like <laughs> sugar <sighs> is all falling out, like all over yeah. your face, and you're sort of licking your eyes and stuff like that, like I do. But no Haribo would fall out. You'd have no, to melt it, it and then drink it. Like slurp it. Like a frube. Like a big Haribo fruit. could ha- make a Haribo fruit. You have to put It'd it in the so microwave hot. and then squeeze it out. It would hurt. Um, okay, well, that's it for the TV show. If you want to watch it, that gaming show, it's on Jinx yeah. TV. Genuinely give it a watch. It's not some boring new shit because we're there. It's fun. It's so much fun to do. And it's different content from us. And you guys fucking love us, obviously. So go watch it. We have to, we've got two episodes now. It's coming out for the next three months or so. Um, okay, Haribo, that's there as well. Um, <laughs> the next story... I just called it crypto is annoying me and there isn't too much more to it than that if I'm being honest but I was just thinking of topics that we can write um so this will be very quick because we've got England to come up and also Twitter questions so don't worry guys basically there was recently and there's been a big old influx and I've seen it on Reddit as well this isn't just like um people scamming um uh their fans with the save the kids um token and whatever this has been a massive push after like Obviously, Bitcoin has been huge for a very long time. Um, there's like Dogecoin. I own like, I think, 30 bucks of Dogecoin. So that would just be quite fun. Nice. Um, I remember at uni, I mined Dogecoin on my laptop. And I think I have like a few thousand, but I destroyed my laptop's hard drive. So I no longer have that. Yeah, I don't That's think it's much. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so basically, um, there's just been a big old push at the moment for general crypto stuff. And the first thing that annoys me is that I browse Reddit typically on r slash all, right? I just like looking yeah. at every subreddit. Yeah. But oh. on my computer, I go on front page. On my phone, I go on all. Don't know why. Just, yeah. Um, and the amount of like, they call it like crypto moonshots, where it's like people like wanting to like go to the moon like with a brand new like crypto coin. Buy in now because um, that means that then it will skyrocket and whatever. Mm-hmm. We can go mm-hmm. there together. Obviously, all scam coins. Like, people have already bought in at pre-sale. Um, it's the whole, like, pump and dump scheme that is just so massive at the moment. 
my feed just being filled with them pissed me off for crypto. And then after now, there's been all this like save the kids stuff, which I'd recommend everybody going and Googling about. Don't want to get too far into that. But basically, there have been um, uh, various members of like influencers and whatever, like rice gum, etc., um, who uh, went into this save the kids token, made all of their fans buy it, um, inflated the price massively, and then sold it off and profited from that. It's just annoying me that there is so much of a focus on crypto right now because that's all anyone's fucking talking about and it's just getting boring. There's also NFTs, which is non-fungible tokens, which Mm. is basically... Let's go back to that Haribo picture. It's a virtual picture, right? It exists Mm -hmm. uh, to be replicated infinite numbers of times. But if you whack an NFT on that bad boy, then you can own the OG of that picture of the Haribo Tang Fastix. And with Brexit... Everyone going on to Bubbits or whatever the hell they're called. You know, maybe <laughs> that picture of Haribo is going to be worth a fortune in the future. And OG, the... Um, that's funny I said OG because it's also OG the Org. OG uh, have made $1 million selling three NFT drops, which means they I don't get it. I don't get it. On three occasions, they've said, here's some oh. concept art or here's a picture of no tail and fly smiling. Yeah. If you want to own it, then you can for thousands of dollars. And people own it virtually. I fundamentally don't understand it because the one explanation that I've seen is people say, oh, it's built into the blockchain. And I'm like, <laughs> that uh, that means fundamentally nothing to me because I don't know what those words mean. Um, I, I, I think it's partially ignorance on my behalf and also partially I feel like a bit of a boomer. So I'm kind of resenting all this new stuff happening. But <laughs> I just don't understand it. I don't understand the why you'd want an nft i don't think they're going to last in any meaningful way um and we spoke about this in the studio though where it's like to, to relate it to like cash money to like a 20 pound note that note is worth nothing there's just that agreement between you and the bank and people that that is worth £20, which also means nothing. <laughs> Do you reckon when it came in, back in the day when people used to trade hand jobs and building materials mm-hmm. and shells, at some point someone said, this piece of paper is worth 15 shells and two hand jobs, and everyone said, oh, make it one hand job, you got yourself a deal. They want fewer hand jobs. <laughs> Not a fan of them. It started with... <laughs> Um, like coins actually being made out of gold and stuff. So you would then have an actual rare material as that you were then giving them a rare material that was then cut into a coin shape. Yeah, okay. Um, so it was at least shiny. It was at least a material, yeah. Um, I know that I, for Christmas in 2020, that Christmas, I um, uh, bought Chaz a coin from... Um, uh, I think ancient Greece that like, existed then um, that is like uh, 3,000 years old or something 2,500 wow. years old um, and it's like literally that big also I don't even really see like really small like smaller than a 5p um, real small um, and yeah it's like 2,500 years old whatever it is um, and that had like the, the like emperor's head in it where, like Apollo or something who's like the, the god of theatre or like performing or something um, and that's just really cool and like I get a why Something like that back in the day made sense because it was like, 
it was a piece of like silver or whatever it ended up being that had mm. actual but did it have actual value well i, I like think I understand money so kevin in our chat said didn't money basically start as an iou and actually if you think about it that's quite fascinating yeah. right say you build me uh shelter and I'm, I happen to be really good with pigs. So I'm like, right, I'll rear you 10 pigs in six months' time. Cheers, so man. so you build my shelter, yeah. and I give you a coin or a piece of paper saying I owe you, right, saying that I'll give you 10 pigs in six months' time, right? Yeah. But then, let's say you want something else, right? You mm-hmm. then want a nice coat. So you go to the local tailor <laughs> and you a... say, listen, shush, because I'm going to lose my track. Shut the fuck up. You go to the local tailor and you say, look, I've already got my shelter. I want a coat. I can't offer you anything now, but my mate, Emilian, he owes me 10 pigs. <laughs> so if I give you this paper, he will then owe you 10 pigs. And suddenly there's an objective uh, value to the piece of paper that I've given you. You've, you've handed over that favor. Isn't that fascinating? Imagine when that was first happening. People thinking, does that make sense? My, it does make sense. My farmer's priorities are so out of whack. <laughs> Where I'm there thinking, right, I'm a farmer. I do need some pigs, though. I'm trying to get in some pigs. I'm thinking, no, I'd rather a coat. <laughs> I'd rather have a coat, please, Mr. Taylor. Thank you. I'm in, this, I'm in this field generating no more pig tokens. <laughs> it's with a pretty nice coat Look, on. It's on the blockchain, all right? That's what you'll say. Pig token. Oh, can we found pig token? No, don't joke, because as soon as you're a greedy little gremlin goblin, as soon as someone comes <laughs> to you joke. and says, oh, yeah, pig tokens, I can make that happen. You'll make thousands, you'll make $10. Oh, you would token. sell out the subpar community for $10 <laughs> and 10 pigs and a coat <gasps> from a tailor. Cole, pigtoken.finance. The line on Google, this is pig real. token has an innovative NFT farm where you can stake pig tokens. <laughs> For fuck's sake. What does that mean? Yeah, fuck, fuck the, off with it. Oh, and immediately, God, it's opened up with the original black hole token. What does that mean? Well, mate, I'm going okay. to buy pig token. It means it's the, it's, it's the first black hole token, mate. It's unruggable. It's but is it decentralized. Fungible? And it's got whale shock safety. Okay, let's figure this out. So decentralized means that it's not... It's worth the same <laughs> everywhere, right? It's worth the same in Uganda... As it is in Colorado, as it is in your empty pig, <laughs> in my field, pig house. Yeah, I want to okay. buy pig. Okay, what do the other words mean? non whaleable Uh, no whale, like whale stock shock or something. Wait, okay. Oh, it's worth naught point naught 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 six five five six US dollars. Wow, I'm gonna buy high. <laughs> on pig token i just i believe in pig token do you know what i mean like i've always said it so I've we are said that i believe in pig, well, pig token spiked in on may 11th really spiked we're going down boys but that's the pre that's the pre-spike to the real spike we are no longer sponsored by rocket-league.com we are instead sponsored by pig token so yeah. if you want ten thousand pig token buy it and we'll give one pig to charity for every ten thousand pigs that are tokened fungibly I'm confused. It is a little bit Willy Wonka, isn't it? Welcome, children, to the pig token where the fungible conjubins must <laughs> flop their way in the flam place. Flop my NFT wallpaper. <laughs> you lose, sir. You lose all the piggy tees. good data. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand NFTs. I don't understand crypto. 
it's all scam. Don't buy any crypto that anybody, any influencer is saying, I believe in it. If anybody says, Logan Paul recently has been saying that, um, there's one called like Dink Doink or something. Oh, fuck I yourself. Fucking hate Why are it, they right? ruining the word doink? It's an honorable term. And they said, um, and he, he he's like one of the founders of it, or like they've given a load of it on pre-sale. And it's trying to hype it up, but keeps referring to it as shit coin. He's referring to it as a meme coin. Right. But then therefore, that's them making people be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll buy it. Because now, oh, it's funny. Yeah, Logan Paul says it's funny. Don't do it. You're just gonna, you're going to lose money. Don't listen to anything Logan fucking Paul has to say. That's, that's how I'm finishing off. Crypto is annoying me. <laughs> Don't listen to Logan Paul. Yeah, like, at some point, Bitcoin might be normal, so you don't have to worry about exchange rates, etc. And that would be kind of cool. But then what happens when we colonize Mars? Is Bitcoin worth different on Earth and Mars? I also fucking hate Elon Musk. He's he was an Iron deep. Man 2. He was an Iron Man 2 for some reason. Yeah, I didn't... Uh, yeah. Weird, right? Yeah, weird. He's, he's yeah. a bit of a pig coin, isn't he? He is a pig coin. I'm going to buy a pig coin. If I can... Tell you what, hang on. Can I buy... I've got a crypto app on my phone. Oh, I picked up the wrong phone. Right, mate, let's move on because this is going to be a 17-hour podcast. Yeah, okay. Of you well, looking at your phone. I can't buy pig coin. That's, That's a shame. shame. Um, that is a shame. Okay, so should we have a quick... Um... Why do you have two phones? Are you a drug dealer now? No, because this is my old phone. I bought a new phone. Uh, this is my old phone, my old Note 8. And then I recently got an S21 Ultra. Ooh. With a massive fucking... Chunking yeah. camera block on the back. Mate, it's too big. It can't even up- upload pictures to Discord. That's well annoying. Yes, the pictures are 12,000 by 9,000 <laughs> on like the 108 megapixel camera on the back, which is genuinely frustrating. It's very annoying, but that's a Discord issue. Bow, bow, down, down, bow, bow. Yeah, it was sad. It was good. It was happy. We scored after two minutes. I was in a drunken haze. It genuinely felt like a dream yeah. after about six hours of drinking. And I didn't. I, I thought it was one of those ones where you know you think you're gonna get takeaway. Didn't mm-hmm. get takeaway. Suddenly wow. it was football time. Too late for takeaway. I had. I had a. You have all to I had all day, it, don't you? Was bre- I didn't even know that. All I had yeah. all day was breakfast, and then like a, a pot of super noodle, like a super noodle pot. Mm-hmm. Which I don't even remember God. tasting. I probably ate it boiling. I was so drunk, just like, yeah, this is probably cold <laughs> enough. Do you know what I mean? I, I I was thinking the whole time, like, did I eat the pot noodles? I think I did. And then next thing I know, we've just scored. We've taken it. I was like, what on earth is going on? Celebrations mm-hmm. everywhere. And sure, then I just think... toe punting it in. Oh, so it's such a nice finish. And then I, I'm pretty sure we defended for the rest of the match. We defended for about 120 minutes. <laughs> it was, yeah. People know how it went. Came down to penalties. Couple of misses. Um. And then, yeah, it was 3-2 to Italy in the end. Congratulations, Italy. Pricks. Um, <laughs> but what I would say is that I thought there was such, around the country, a good feeling throughout the Euros. It's the same as it was for the World Cup when we got to the semis last time. Mm-hmm. Just the feeling around the country, whenever there's international football on and we actually have a good squad, it feels nice. You know football more than I do. I'm very layman's in terms of it. But... I always liked it. On my local co-op, they had like um, uh, like uh, England flags, easy flag to draw if you're a kid. By the way, the background's already done with a bit of paper. <laughs> Brilliant. And it just and like all the kids from the local school, like put them up in the windows and whatever. All the car flags, all the house flags. People like just referencing the matches. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. Lovely atmosphere. Um, all around the country. I guess people chatting as well. The morning after, when I was. <laughs> I uh, was picking up some snacks before I travelled home. I had a little chat with a person at the, the, the shop, and she was saying she's not nice. into the football at all, but she watched it, and she got really mm-hmm. sad, and I was like, oh, no, it sucks, you know? Right. I was say, she, she was saying you look hungover, and I was like, yes, I am, mm-hmm. and she was saying she was too. It's just the, the little talking points yeah. around the country. That's the good side. 
Yes. The bad side is um, a bunch of wankers, really. A bunch, bunch of, of racist wankers, which yeah. thankfully have been swamped. So long story mm-hmm. short, if anybody doesn't know, um, three players missed the penalty shootout for England, who all happened to be black players. Mm-hmm. And scumbags on Twitter, etc., took that as an excuse. <clears throat> excuse me. Not just English scumbags as well, around the world. Um, took that as an excuse to racially abuse these players, all of whom are absolutely lovely, by the way. This is Marcus Rashford, oh who you may gosh. have heard about, who's done so much good politically. Incredible. Literally yeah. made the most stubborn government of all time, the UK government, do a U-turn to feed starving children. Um, Bako Saka, who, before all this <laughs> happened, I'd been saying for a while was my favourite player because he is just so sweet. Um, I saw an interview with him. He's just an absolute darling. He's 19, the cutest kid wow. in the world. Yeah. Really smart as well. He Humble was saying in this too. interview. Yeah, he was saying in this interview that he got like all nines and eights, which is like all, all A stars and A's <laughs> in, in old money. So, really intelligent kid. Um, I don't know as much about Sancho, but he seems like an all right dude to me. Everyone like absolutely loved him in our Discord and stuff. People like saying how just incredible he is. He plays in like the German league, doesn't he? He's moved um, to Man U now. Oh, has it okay for next yeah. season? Oh yeah, um, and yeah, people were just like I think it was German league. People were saying that like, he was, he is world class. People were questioning why he isn't on more basically because he's like that incredible up front. Um, yeah, and people just some people racially abuse them. So Marcus Rashford in the the tiny town in Manchester where he comes from, there was this mural of him because he's like the local boy done good. And mm. I didn't see what it was defaced with, but somebody defaced that mural. Did you see what it was? No, that... I just saw it had like people had already covered up the defacing with bin bags. That's what stuff. I saw yeah. from. Yeah. Which is probably for the best because I don't actually particularly mm-hmm. care what the person who defaced it said. Or the thought, racist or wrote. scumbag. Yeah. What I do care about is all the messages of love that have been sent mm-hmm. to him. And I've seen on Twitter, nine year olds, little nine year old English people saying, mm-hmm. you're still my favorite player. You did amazingly. Yeah. I do. I, I, I believe that the love has overwhelmed the hate but that's easy for me to say not being in the center of it all but i hope that is the case the fact that any of that hate happened is just so disgusting um it's sad it's just it's absolutely abysmal um i i did feel so i felt horrible looking at everything that had been said to these incredible players who by Mm. the way the entire time um everyone in the country was praising them for. Everyone yeah. in the country saying, yeah, these are our players, whatever. And they do one mistake and then suddenly they're not our players anymore. They're disgusting. They're whatever. Um, so yeah, the fact that they have been so loved in the outpouring eventually was very, very nice to see. Um, we just very clearly like fuck literally anybody who is bigoted in any way. You are not a good human being. Please educate yourself and please learn as to why that is wrong. Um, yeah, I'd say that the feeling in the country, in the end, um, from our very white, very privileged standpoint, mm-hmm. is that people were um, uh, giving a lot more love than hate in the end, which is obviously what's needed. It should have been 100% love and support is what those players needed. Um, but otherwise, um, one thing that I really liked is people being annoyed, firstly, at its coming home. I think that's part of the game, right? Part of the game when England are playing is that we do become a bit obnoxious, like fun obnoxious, like bantery obnoxious, where we're chanting, it's coming home. We're like, we're saying, yes, we're going to win, obviously. I was posting on Discord against like Denmark saying, easiest match of our lives. Like we may like put on our B team, who cares? Which it was, yeah. Yeah, easiest game ever. Um, And yeah, stuff like that. So we we basically play the bad guy. Um, 
I did find it very funny and very nice that um, two people that people listening might know, um, somebody called Ash Boyo and uh, Tadpole, both of those guys were so anti-England. It was amazing. The stuff they were coming out with, it made me laugh so much. It was just like, Tadpole was hopping from team to team, whoever <laughs> England were playing and replacing the flag in his name with their flag. It was so funny. Um, and then Ash was like posting loads of like, memes about it too. Then in the end, they like replied to um, like some tweets of handshakes and whatever. So all nice stuff. Um, and it was it was it was fun in that regard. But then some people being genuinely annoyed and like really getting upset about it. Mm. I feel like they didn't don't get the point of the song that says it's coming home. It's three lines on a shirt. It's it's a deliberately like memey song. In there it says like we know we're gonna lose. Like it's happened all before. Like we know that we're going to lose it again. Obviously, but it's coming home. Like it's that false confidence. That's the entire purpose of that song. It was 30 years of Hurt when the song came out, and now we're up yeah. to 55 now, which Referencing is the 1966 World Cup win. Ooh. Hey, we did it! <laughs> yeah, so I didn't get it, but oh well. I did something I've never done before, and I drunk tweeted, uh, which is bad. But apparently... <laughs> I saw your drunk tweet. Apparently, uh, 11pm, which must have been moments after we lost that penalty shootout, I tweeted, GG's can't wait till World Cup 2022 when it fucking comes fucking home with about 10 <laughs> love heart emojis. <laughs> That's a date I need to, drunk me needs to not go on Twitter because it just can't end well in my yeah. position. But thankfully, <laughs> thankfully that wasn't so bad. And one thing as well that I find quite funny is that a song is written for the World Cup um, for like saying the World Cup's coming home. I like the fact that we reference It's Coming Home to a trophy that the song isn't about. I think that's like got a nice bit of delicious irony about it. It's sort of now become generally more of a an international win of a tournament is coming home. Because we can't be too specific with what we want. I we? think where people are going wrong in their annoyance of it is that they think we're only singing it now because we're in a purple patch and we've reached the semi-finals and then a finals. Mm-hmm. And if we were to go out in the group stages next year, next year already... Mm. Um, we'd stop singing it. But they're wrong. I'd sing it twice as loud. If we yeah. go out to Azerbaijan, Senegal, and Germany in the group stages, getting no goals, I am singing louder <laughs> than ever before about how it's going to come home at Euro 24. Yeah, That is the point. That is the beauty of it. Yeah, everybody. We sing it literally at any given moment. Because firstly, it does annoy some other countries, which is quite nice and fun. It's all bantery and nice. Um, and secondly... Because it's also just quite catchy, and there's just a lot of it's like a really nice good song. It's just like it's just quite nice, really. Um, so yeah, don't take it all too seriously. It's all very fun. Um, otherwise, England lost. Well done, Italy. Congratulations, getting another one, assholes. Wankers. Um, Twitter questions. Should we move on to just a few Twitter questions before we end the episode? Yeah, we should do these pretty quickly. So let's 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 rush through them. So let's okay. go for each one, but just really quick. So Stumpy, what kind of fruits are rest here from at Diabolical Pizza? I don't like many fruits. Um, I don't like berries very much. And I'm going off just eating the fruit as it is, not like as part of a smoothie or something. Um, speed, 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 mate. Come on. Uh, okay. Um, uh, a green apple. Um, I like a Granny Smith in the fridge specifically. Or, because then it's Diabolical Pizza, I like pineapple on pizza with a salty accoutrement. Me too. I also like pineapple on pizza. People are weird about that. I would say pineapple actually is S tier. I wasn't going to say pineapple. I was going to say raspberries. But you know what? I'll change to pineapple respect um how uh, what do you think are some of the most interesting parts of history from at time so what do you think are some of the most important parts of history Talento. um i think we went through it earlier with the invention of money should we go with that i'm not a historical man really do you know much <laughs> invention of money yeah that is fascinating um, 
I went to a fair the other day. The oh, I probably shouldn't say where it was, to be fair. Huh. Ah. Um, but it was at like a famous battle site in the UK, and I was reading a load of signs about that, like about a historical battle that happened like 800 years ago, and that was quite interesting. Cool. Uh, next one is from at Hello Citrus, who asked, "How did Linnea's surgery go, Stumpy?" It actually went all right. Um, she is now a one-legged girl. Um, she actually had the uh, her second leg removed and placed on her her upper back so that she can lean backwards like a table and just rest. Yeah. It's pretty hard. Nice. Yeah. Um, from at explaining sub... The boys are back in town. Catch the podcast at http colon slash slash twitch.tv slash subpar bit nhd at 11am. My question. More that game show watch in the future or was it just a once off? A one off? Fucking Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why is our account so... We still don't know who that is but please learn to spell. Yeah, learn a little bit. Just like 10% grammar. Um, I'll be up for more that gaming show. There's so much we need to do with stream, by the way. We still need to go through all our scripts. Uh, yeah, we, we need do. to play some games together. We need to watch back some videos together. And <laughs> we we definitely... need It Takes Two. Yes, we definitely do. Um, we can do that tomorrow. Are you free tomorrow? Am I free tomorrow? I think I'm free tomorrow. Let me have a look at my calendar. All right, well, we'll figure out. We'll, we'll figure out. Like, we'll figure... It's therapy. Thursday. I've got therapy tomorrow, which is cool. Will they tell you to play It Takes Two after? Uh, maybe that's at eleven thirty. Is my therapist all? Uh, so yes, more watch-alongs in the future for sure. Heck yeah, I'd like How... to do a watch-along. So I wasn't there for that one. Yeah, definitely. How do you think two v two tournaments could be best introduced to professional RL from at Bilgeman? Just as a tournament, like I think it was really good seeing the Abjack um, Jorias versus Tachi Steak. Um, I think that introduced people. I think Cole, you're one of the people also was introduced to as two v two is fucking legit. Mm-hmm. Like as a tournament mode. Um, I think I'd just like to see more TOs run it as a straight tournament with RLCS talent. Yes. That's what's needed. I don't think you can have a bubble level 2v2 tournament because realistically, I wouldn't watch. I don't want to watch that. I want to watch the best of the best do it. I think now is a very good time to do it. I'd like to see Johnny Boy do it because um, he just has got a lot of love, passion and knowledge about 2v2. Um, I'd like to see teams also represent their teams as that, their organizations because that has a level of legitimacy. Um, and it should just be done for uh, at the high level that it can be done at. Previously, we've had the Universal Open. That was 2v2 competition. That should return. I'd like to see it also introduced as um, show matches IRL at the next RSS LAN or whatever LAN that ends up being. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I definitely agree that I would rather watch, even if their 2v2 skills aren't quite as good, I would rather watch 3v3 pros play 2v2, maybe mm-hmm. with a few 2v2 wildcards, then over time you introduce more 2v2 wildcards. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is that I don't want to see, like, these are the best 2v2 players in the world that I've never heard of. I I'd rather watch people I have heard of play, and then slowly but surely the 2v2 experts can wedge their way in. Yep, I would agree. I agree. Um, from at Gaming Owl 113 I may not be giving you money, but can I still get a fuck off? Fuck off! You actually gave it. Yeah. Why do you think Collegiate RL is so big in NA, yet so small in EU? From at f 19 g because collegiate sports aren't very big here generally. Um, in the US, they're bloody huge. I would say too big and genuinely quite ridiculous. Sort your priorities out. Um, get healthcare going and then maybe <laughs> find American football. Um, yeah, I think there's just a big collegiate scene generally in the, uh, in the US compared to EU. However, that doesn't mean that there is not the interest there for it um, in EU. Some universities in, the, in uh, EU have got a big sporting scene. Um, I know for a fact that Nottingham Trent has got a huge sporting scene. Their varsity side of it all is massive. They love it. Um, it just needs to have more involvement from um, the 
people who are organizing these competitions. I'd like to see Cyanix, for example, um, host something collegiate in EU, but genuinely change the name from collegiate because that's just not a word in EU. Like we we mm. don't say that. Call like university RL or something. But yeah. Um, I've been giving you money for half a decade. Why and how are you? How why and how did you scam me with your ginger ways from Admodus Zin? It's just the look, really. I just sort of mm. look like someone you want to throw things at. If they happen to be coins, then so be it. If they happen to be, you know, like eggs or use toilet roll or sadness, then it might be that as well. But it happens to be yeah. money for you, which is good. Yeah. Um. Well, that's it. That's it. Cool, Carl. That was episode number sixty-six. Three lines it's on the show. Come in, I'm. Uh, you you outro. I'll, you outro. I'll sing in the background. Okay. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 66 of the Subpar Podcast. Officially, unofficially coming home. The best episode that we've ever done and hosted by us. Um, have a good rest of your day, everybody. Thank you, patrons. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, thanks, patrons. Thank you very much, patrons, for funding this. If you guys want to help us out on patreon.com slash subparbitnhd, let us know. Um, pop it on there. $1 a month, you get to watch these early. All the video ones early. It's listen to, to a day um, in advance. And you can download every episode to listen to them offline if you're going on a train journey, which you can all do now. Have a good rest of your day, team. We'll see you soon. Um, don't buy crypto from Logan Paul. It's coming. Football's coming. Hey.